0: This episode of Beyond is brought to you by Gamefly. Gamefly is a way to buy and rent all your favorite games while saving money. Go to Gamefly.com, pick your favorite games, and have them mailed directly to your door. Go to Gamefly.com slash beyond to start your free premium 30-day trial today. Play some games. Do not underestimate the power of PlayStation. PlayStation. Beyond. 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 Welcome, everybody, to Podcast Beyond, episode 487. Every week I have to look at that number. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? I'm Max Scoville, and I'm joined by Brian Altano. Hello. Marty Sleva. Yes. And Dead Air. That's right. Dead Air's here again. Yeah, uh, yeah so we've got like a weird kind of uh, skeleton crew this week, um, just, the, just the three of us. And uh, we've also got some... Uh, Some news, kind of, but I'll be honest, it's kind of a sparse show, so stick with us. There's some rumors about Insomniac Spider Man 2017, Spider Man game coming out in 2017. Uh, Marty reviewed Ukulele and Drawn to Death is out in the wild, but none of us could play it because of server stuff. So without further ado, let's get down to business. Ah, you know who knows business? Daily Bugle's Peter Parker. I think he's like a freelancer, though. I don't know if he actually gets to say that he's. Yeah, I guess he takes yeah. a lot of money off of his taxes. Yeah, so basically, um, there was a what is it, how is this just coming up now? Like, yeah, so it was
1: weird. There was a at the end of the year last year, there was an episode of uh, the Big Marvel Show, which is an official Marvel sanctioned show, oh. mm-hmm. and uh, Ryan uh, Panagos, who's the vice president and uh, executive director of Marvel's Digital Media Group, was mentioning all the exciting stuff that's going on in 2017, and he said, including uh, Insomniac Spider-Man game at the end of the year, which was weird because. You know, obviously the game was revealed with a really cool teaser trailer mm-hmm. last year on stage.
2: Uh, we know it's a PS4 exclusive, right.
1: and nothing else has been said about that game since.
2: No, that's a that's like a snitch on the level of like Amazon France. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Re, like some retail list. Yeah. Right? Also, how how did it take us like four months to? Five? It just just bubbled up on Reddit. <laughs>
1: okay. All of a sudden, and so there was this huge thread like, "Oh my god, Marvel confirmed it!" And then Insomniac was just like, "No, no, no, it's not on Twitter." And everyone's and, just like, Damn "Don't it, say Reddit. that." Well, and so we don't know if. Again, this is a Insomniac being like, no, 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 that was just misinformation. Totally not coming out this year. Or if that was a, no, 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 we don't comment on rumors or specul- speculation because maybe the big E3 reveal yeah. is a
0: gameplay trailer and then it's out in November or whatever. Right. So. I mean, that would be really cool. I'd be so happy if we got a Spider Man game this fall. Like that's yeah. such and it's, it makes sense obviously because we've got Homecoming coming yeah. out and it's not a full blown movie tie in, sure. but. Seems smart. It'll probably yeah. be hitting like DVD sure. around that yeah, time. Yeah, totally.
1: And you know, it seems quick just because it's like, well, it was revealed last year, and we haven't seen any gameplay, you know, other than that sort of concept footage. Uh, but if this was the team that developed Sunset Overdrive, that game came out three years ago. Like, yeah, yeah, this is this is the core
2: Insomniac team. Mm. And so at this point, you're like, yeah, this game could be done. So yeah, that's the that's the sort of fascinating thing. It's like I, I'd love to know eventually when this game's out in the wild, or even leading up to it, to find out. How they got the license, mm-hmm. how all that, that side, the legal side of it all came together. Yeah. I know like legal mumbo jumbo is incredibly boring, but something with Spider Man is kind of interesting to me because he gets bounced around all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like there are nine different hands in that pot at any mm-hmm. given moment, um, which sounds like a Spider Man villain. <laughs> oh,
1: old potty nine hands.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hands out of my pot, dude. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it, I mean, I'm wondering if they. If they started with a sort of design doc of like, mm-hmm. here's what a Spider-Man game could look like and they pitched it or they had something that was sort of like, you know, that, that was that fluid and and quick and, yeah. and 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 sprawled out in terms of like, here's the way you get around a city yeah. in this kind of game, which is obviously something that they're, they're good at doing. Um, so I, I, that would honestly help me understand more how closer this thing is to actually coming out. Like if yeah. we knew they got the license
0: two years ago, three right, years right. ago, yeah. then I'd be like, oh, there's a significant chance this game can come out this mm-hmm. fall. I mean, it is a it is a tangled web, uh, pun intended, but like the fact that you've got... So you've got Sony, who owns the movie rights to Spider-Man. You've yes. got Disney, who owns Marvel, which owns the Spider-Man character. proper... Yeah. This is a Sony exclusive. I don't like. I don't know where this falls. This it's is Sony like, it's exclusive, so, this but obviously so, Insomniac is not a first party studio yeah. because they made Sunset
2: Overdrive, right. which
0: was an Xbox game.
2: And there was that quote last week about how the movie thing might be a two picture deal for now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, it's a, like, that's
0: another entire headache. I think this is this is officially like formally nothing to do with the movie. Like right. I yes. think this is the yeah. MCU thing no, one totally. bit. Yeah, but. Because of the weird kind of like who's who owns which company and who's attached to which thing and uh, I mean I think Insomniac is pretty much just doing a kind of one two three not it with that that sure, announcement because yeah. I mean there are uh, which of these are publicly traded you know it's like you get into like you know stock options and all that and it gets it gets weird with like oh sure I can only yeah. imagine when you're dealing with
1: Disney and Sony and you know, first parties, uh...
2: Yeah, and I think the reason I bring up the movie thing is because, like, depending on how little, and we assume not at all, this ties into the film... I think they've said straight up, it does not. Right, so are they allowed to interpret the Vulture, for example, who, spoilers, is the villain in the new Spider-Man movie? Like, how how much of that are they allowed to take in their own direction? It's
1: interesting, because I moderated the Telltale panel at PAX, which focused a lot on the Guardians of the Galaxy game, which is clearly taking at least aesthetic, uh... Cues from the movie, right. but it's not the movie. It's not the it's it's the characters, but it
2: doesn't have anything to do with Volume One or Volume Two. Did they say it all like this is where the story fits between those two things. It so doesn't.
1: It's just an it, it's an it's an original story that's inspired by a hodgepodge of Guardians things from over the past decade. That's well, awesome. what's yeah.
0: what's so funny though is that Guardians. uh I mean, that's a comic that's been around since like the sixties. Yeah. So there's so many different interpretations, and there's characters who are. Uh, I mean, if you've been reading since the beginning, you think like, oh, like the original Guardians lineup. they are characters who don't show up, you know, until you know twenty, thirty sure. years down yeah. the road who are in the movie yeah Uh, so I mean it's I think they they kind of almost have to lean into what people are familiar with with Guardians but with Spider-Man it's different because like I mean, with all the games we've always seen, they've they've um, they've always been like great about throwing in random villains, and it, oh, totally. they they also work so well as as boss fights. So I'm really excited on, on that yeah, front. Almost more yeah. so than like any other superhero. Like everyone
1: is, they're like, oh, I could totally picture yeah. the mechanics behind a Doctor Octopus fight or Vulture I mean, or Shock.
0: What's funny though is we've gotten we've gotten a Vulture in was it Amazing Spider-Man or not? Oh, Spider-Man Two, the PS2 one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember. So, there was, like yeah, there was a boss battle where you were like grappling on him as he was flying around. And the it's city. it's yeah. always so funny with that because like that was a movie tie-in. Mm-hmm. So conceivably the vulture you saw in that is sort of like the you know movie movie yeah. approved yeah, version yeah, of that yeah. but we've right. never seen them on the actual big screen.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's fascinating. Um I'm I'm interested to see where this goes because uh if this does launch this year, we found out about this game what last E3? Yeah, so it was about and, 9 months ago. And it's gone completely radio silent yep. since, right? Not yep. a single mm-hmm. image teaser, trailer, logo, nothing yep. like that. Just we got what we got that day. Yeah it's been nine months mm-hmm. and here we are now with speculation based on a, a quote from four months ago that was buried in an interview. somewhere.
1: based on that. And then based on the fact that you're like, well, if this was the sunset overdrive team, this, they would have had three years in development, which is a long right. time. That's pretty much what a game is nowadays. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's also interesting. Just, we don't know what Sony's first party lineup this fall is like Microsoft's been very adamant. You know, they're going to have a Forza game and Crackdown and Sea of thieves and state of decay. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Like we know of all these Sony games, like, uh, uh, Days Gone and like Death Stranding and Last this of Us 2. Last of Us Two. We yeah. know the Uncharted DLC is this year, right? Yeah, and like that's the only thing we know for sure. But like, are we going to get Spider Man and God of War this fall? Like, it's it right, feels like right. Sony needs to. They need to have something this fall, and they can't just rely on like, well, we're going to be the place to get exclusive Destiny DLC, and this is the you know we're aligning ourselves with Red Dead
0: Two and sure. front, which yeah. I think they're
2: going to do a great job of doing. But I think you're totally right in that we really have, and this paints a bigger picture for that. We really have no idea what we're going to be playing on PS4 this fall,
0: and it's really exciting. Yeah, it's yeah, exciting to be at this point in the year and be like, uh, I mean, I feel like at this point, uh, normally we've gotten. Like a bunch of leaks out of Ubisoft yeah. about what's coming. We've heard like rumors about Assassin's Creed and sure. whatnot, but uh, I mean, I'd, I'd really love it if if the the big the big kind of gimmick for games this year at E3 is, and it's coming out this fall. Yeah, right. it'd be great. Actually, yeah, yeah. not we hope and then it comes out in February you know like that's I mean that's something we've been we've been talking about for ages I think that um I mean last of us 2 is definitely not coming out this year I I can't imagine both uncharted dlc and
1: last of us 2 oh god so
2: of those games I mentioned that
1: and death stranding feel like the two that are like no way it's
2: this year no right definitely not um I'm I don't even feel like god of wars this year yeah
1: I feel like of the three games, so of Spider-Man, Days Gone, and God of War, I think one of them will be this
2: fall. I feel mm-hmm. like Days Gone is this fall.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the one we saw, obviously, the most of last year. We saw two demos
0: at E3. Yep.
2: Yep. Um, that one feels like it's the most ready for the limelight. Yeah. Um, Do we know
0: about NAC2 yet? Is that this fall? That's a good point, too. I feel like it makes sense for them to have, uh, especially at this point, game. yeah, you've got you've got a kid's game, a teen game, an adult game. Yeah. Yeah. And Spider-Man is kind of the, the sort of all ages, get everyone yeah. on board. So it... It makes sense for this year because, again, it is timely. Like, sure. people are going to be talking about Spider-Man. You've also yeah.
2: got stuff like Final Fantasy VII, which I believe they said we're just not going to see for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shenmue, yeah. which l- literally is a logo. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: hey, I saw some like concept footage of a pond. So yeah. there's at least yeah. one Koi yeah. pond in that. Category. Ponds, yeah.
2: confirmed. Yeah. There's uh, Media Molecules Dreams, which, again, like... What is that? Where is yeah. that? What is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of questions there. Yeah. yeah it's really
1: um, interesting because, like it's less a roadmap that Sony has and more of like, here's all the cool stuff you'll be playing in the next five years. You're like, well, which one's... Like, let's start staggering these. Like, how when Marvel does, like, hey, here's our slate of movies. And so we know, oh, this one's there. A year later, we're going to get this. A year later, we're going to get this.
2: Yeah, it's so it's so bizarre to see a timeline, you know, circling back to Marvel where they lay out. And DC's doing it now, too, where they're just like, here's the next three years. Yeah. Like, well, we know the next few years of Star Wars stuff, basically. Sure. But with Sony first-party stuff, it's still like, we know they're all making it. But we don't know when any of it's landing. And I think that, like... The weird thing about PlayStation that that makes it different than any other platform is I really think that um, it stands on the legs of third-party stuff yes. all throughout the year when Sony isn't there with the exclusives. Mm-hmm. And when they are, it becomes the best system ever made. Horizon, yeah. uh, but the problem is... Uh, if you take all that stuff away, you have Red Dead DLC. You have probably Call of Duty. Yeah. You know, early access to maps or something. All the all the deals they'll yeah, we know away the Destiny. In. All the expansions are coming first to PS4. Yep, yep, yep. yep. I mean, lot, uh, it's just uh, in terms of install base, that's logical, yeah. right? But where does it where does this stuff land with first party? Like, how are they going to really sell up the PS4 Pro this fall? Mm-hmm. How are they going to sell up PSVR, which I think is like starting to whimper down now and oh, has totally. has a has a great chance at like. I think that if you look at the story, the arc of that, like it started really strong. It was impossible to find. It was a bunch of real cool, weird games at launch. And now it's kind of quiet, radio silent. People were probably doing what they are doing with the Switch, where they are like watching to see how well it sold before developing right. or porting stuff to yeah. it. Um, yeah. So
1: I know, I've heard anecdotally, and again, I don't know if this is 100% true, but that it's just below sold right, right now. Right. And mm-hmm. I feel like when they do hit a million, that's that'll be the big. This is a million sold, mm-hmm. which I assume is better than Oculus Vive. Well, there's like cool. there's a
2: couple of pockets of really cool PS4 or PSVR games coming throughout the rest of the year that we know about mm-hmm. that we played at PSX and stuff like that, but none of them are really enough to propel this thing to 2 million, 3 million. So, yeah. I'm hoping like they start rolling out the big guns with all that. Like, I think what's tricking us right now is that we're in such a busy time of year games wise, surprisingly out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And we're expecting so much to keep that momentum going, but it might actually go quiet for a little bit. And especially with somebody like with, with Sony as the first party, I think they might just be quiet until, until, until I mean, I think that's, that's smart. I think it's, it's
0: really good for them to be like, Here's a kind of a long-range tease of what you're getting from a Sony platform, but they also don't want to kind of overwhelm you and tire you out of these these things. Right. Like I like the idea of getting like a little bit of a tease of, of Spider-Man or of God of War, or Death Stranding, or whatever. And then it just going quiet until we're close to release. Yeah. Well, and they, um, they want to avoid, I mean, obviously like a Last
1: Guardian scenario, but also like, you know, Persona just came out today. Right. Everyone's stoked for it. The game's great. Like listen to last week's episode and watch, hear Andrew and Zach gush yep. about it. Uh, but there's those images, the official Atlas and Sony images of Persona 4 or Persona 5 coming to PS3 in winter of 2014.
2: Everyone's right. circulating
1: those images because yeah. that was a real thing that existed. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah. no one wants to be like, yeah, this game's definitely coming out here and definitely coming out on this console.
2: Like, yeah, I think it's crazy. I mean, it's also like you look at this time of year, and I think most people, if you only have a PS4, you probably just flattened Horizon, yeah. right? That took you uh, yes. 70 hours. You rolled right into that in a Persona. Maybe you played some Neo before that. Sure. Maybe some Near in the yeah. middle of that. There's, like, in, yeah, Injustice you're, you're and, busy. and
0: Prayer coming yep. out in yeah. the yeah. yep. well, You're, you're no, busy. No shortage of games. Uh, Anyway, um, we're all excited about all these things. I really hope we get a Spider-Man this year. Yeah, it's real good. I do too. Especially
1: if the movie's really good. If like yeah. the movie's good and then all yeah. of a
0: sudden we get a good game, we like, yep. all right, this is, like, exactly. this is it. The uh, movie's anyway. going to be great. You can
2: watch it in the, in the trailer, the yeah. entire thing's there. Yeah. <laughs> there. There
0: you go. Uh, anyway, speaking of movies and things you can watch in their entirety, uh, IGN is doing a Fate of the Furious red carpet live stream that is happening Saturday, April 8th at 3.30 p.m. Pacific time, 6.30 p.m. Eastern. That's on everything that we do. It's YouTube.com slash IGN, IGN.com, Twitch.tv slash IGN, uh, Twitter.com slash IGN. Really just all of the things, so if you... If you like the, the cars and the friends yeah. who ride in the cars as a family of car people, check it out. Yeah, and yeah. Terry Terry's going to be hosting it. She's oh, on yeah, the show recently. Yeah, that's yeah. right.
2: Good. Uh, she'll be talking to all the stars of that movie, the people behind that movie. It's really, yeah. really cool. It's like what we did for the Triple X thing. Yeah. It's a,
0: it's cars a fun and stars.
2: Together at last.
0: Let me tell you for just a moment about Gamefly. It is the leading video game rental service. They have over 9,000 titles to choose from, probably more by now. It lets you try your favorite games and movies before you buy. You can keep the games as long as you want, and you never have to worry about late fees. I mean, with movies, it's kind of just renting. But with games, if it's like a $60 investment for a massive, massive time sink... Might make sense to try it on. Plus, you can cancel any time. They also now have movie rentals, too. The premium trial allows you to check out two games and or movies at a time. And you can only get this offer by visiting Gamefly.com slash beyond. Now, go sign up and start playing some new games you never played or revisiting some old favorites. Absolutely free for 30 days. Beyond. All right. So, anyway, uh Ukulele. Marty, you reviewed it. Yes, yeah, and, you're a, and a stars. Big fan of big fan of the 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 that. What is it? that bird and the bear, and now it's a gecko and a, no, and a, a bat or yeah. Whatever. Well, so
1: what's the ge- what's the gecko that can can change different colors? It's that man, a chameleon. A chameleon. A chameleon. How I mean. did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> What?
2: Oh, really? kind of, kind a kind of, of a herpetologist. Chameleon? I oh, a chameleon. Chameleon. Oh, say. when you say it like that, it's. I got it. Okay. Uh, so yeah, uh-huh. ukulele out. Weird. Obviously,
1: it's the the crowd funded platonic 3D character platformer yeah. that is a bunch of former rare people. I was very excited about it because Banjo is one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, this game is good. I gave it a seven. It is huh. good. Uh, the internet has wildly different opinions on this game.
2: Uh, the yeah, internet as in so. the audience or the, the reviewers in general? So far, I I'm, so far the reviewers because the game's not out for a week. Yeah, hopefully. I was going to just run through a quick uh, just rundown of some of the reviews because yeah. they're yeah. really all over the place. GameSpot, 6 out of 10. Polygon, 5.5 5 out of 10. Push Square, 6 out of 10. Sixth Ass Access, 7 out of 10. Very hard name to say.
0: Six, six Sixth Ass, ass. Access. <laughs> My uh,
2: favorite. Gamerside, no score slash mixed. Game Informer, 8 out of 10. Yeah. Critical Hit, 6 out of 10. Dark Zero, 8 out of 10. Reloading, 8.2 out of 10. Yeah. Destructoid, 8 out of 10. So um, Jim
1: Sterling, 2 out of 10.
2: Hey, yeah. uh, hold yeah. on. Things are looking up for, big fan, <laughs> for fans of Marooner's Rock. 9 out of 10 over there. Did you say that name right? Yes. Uh, Game Reactor, 8 out of 10. Yeah. Guardian, 4 out of 5. That's just a, a sampling so far. So I can't remember the last time I've seen such a spread. On, yeah. yeah. On, on a, Which is interesting. Yeah. So what what do you think... Where do you think that's falling? Is it an age thing? Do you think it's like modern gamers are less in tune to those weird, quirky, open, mapless platforming collectathon games that we played, whereas like younger gamers maybe want something like a little more straightforward?
1: Yeah, like I don't know. That's really interesting because, like, I, I mean, I, I replay Banjo Kazooie almost every year. We replayed it like straight through on Christmas the other year, and and got everything in it without looking at a guide. So, like, I still love those fundamental design decisions. Uh, my thing with this is it's lacking that first party layer of polish that mm. stuff like Mario and Ratchet and Banjo had, uh, and I it really does feel like. You know they made this game on a relatively small budget when you take into account that, yeah, they made a right. ton of money on Kickstarter, but a giant 3D game built from the ground up. And it's also cheap. It's on yeah. multiple platforms. And it's going to be on everything under the sun, yeah. Um, and that some of that like corner cutting kind of comes across in that there are only five worlds in the games, which I think the original Banjo had a dozen. You know, if you look at the Mario games, they're all over, all, always well over
2: a dozen. So by worlds, you mean like an actual so there's, big playable yes, level. Yes,
1: there's a hub and then five levels. And, uh, the, the way they get around this is that you can pay to unlock new levels, or you can pay to not and pay as an in game currency. Through some okay, got, it, got
2: through. it. You scared me for a
1: second. Uh, but then each level can be expanded and pretty much doubles in size, uh, which is cool in theory, but in execution doesn't really work for some of them because sometimes they get a little too big and lose a lot of their identity. Right. Like I would have liked to. 10 different levels with different aesthetics Mm. as opposed to five big ones with similar aesthetics
2: i I feel like even building the geometry of the second half of those stages and then reskinning them with like fire yeah exactly night yeah yeah Yeah. like that Um, would that would have shaken it up a little bit
1: and one of the big problems is that one of the levels takes place in a casino and it's just a bad level it's a it's a flat bland uninteresting level where most of the challenges are like slot machines Oh, slot machines so it's not like fun. A realistic casino I mean, that's the thing it's just yeah. like a realistic casino um wow. you get it lost smell in like it? cigarettes yeah, you don't know what time exactly. it is but the brunch is free so whatever <laughs> yeah um and so that's legitimately just a fifth of the game is not good which kind of sucks oh, and then rough. there's some camera problems there's uh, some control problems but when the game is good the game totally scratches that itch of, of playing banjo of playing ratchet can, can i ask uh, you
2: about the camera problems yeah. real quick like what what like get in get into the, the to the nitty-gritty the so
1: my thing with a camera pretty much any camera since Mario 64 is that a good camera in a 3d game is one that you literally never think of right so that's the thing it's like an unsung hero it's like yep. no one ever compliments a good camera because a good camera stays out of the way. It's um, like the
2: base expectation these days that it, is that a camera is going to be great. Yeah, I mean, totally. It's not something you get the to babysit. Yeah, exactly, I mean, it's the exactly. equivalent of editing in movies. Yes, yeah.
1: exactly. Yeah, you don't notice it. Um, whereas with this, a lot of times when you get into close quarters geometry, the camera will get stuck in a wall or you'll be like, well, I, w- I want to look over here and it just won't. It can't. Mm-hmm. So did it, it'll like lock up vertically. Lock or up something vertically. Like that? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not like not like unplayable at all. Like it's just noticeably frustrating. Yeah. Okay. Um, and once that happens enough, and it pulls you out of the experience enough, that just gets
0: you know a little tiresome. Okay, so I want to just stop for a minute. I feel like we're being just kind of negative on this. And yeah. it, it, again, you liked it. Yeah, I get seven it a seven, which which is I mean, that's in some in some circles, that's considered the most hateful thing yes, you can say. Is, yeah. Seven out of ten. It's hate speech. Yeah. Um, um, but no, I think that with the weird kind of the spread of, of review scores, something worth pointing out is also uh, the age of the reviewer mm-hmm. and kind of their their level of expertise. Because there is that kind of, I mean. I uh, I grew up on, we, we grew up on like 2D stuff primarily. I yeah, mean you've yeah. got kind of a, a special place for 3D yeah, platformers because yeah. you love you love Banjo, but I know that's typically something that's more people younger than us have nostalgia for. Yeah. And I wonder if it's one of those things that if you take some old reviewer who's really more of a 16-bit person mm-hmm. and you throw them this thing that's really, it's scratching that nostalgic for 3D platformer. Sure, which, this is definitely of the yeah. PS1, PS2,
2: so era. I'm actually, uh, I feel like, if you grew up with 2D games, then you grew up through the era of 3D platformers and you fell in love with them almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Like I'm one of those people that Mario 64 was one oh, of the most yeah. defining games I ever played. Yeah. But I think that if you're younger, it kind of boomerangs back and you had like 10 or 15 years growing up where 3D platformers weren't really a thing. Yeah. Right. Like right, post N64 era when those things started to die out, if you grew up with like you know, PS2, mm-hmm. um, and pretty much I mean, everything
1: on was there was pretty much the last one, and that yeah. was a you know sort of a critical, not a, a critical yeah. success, a commercial failure. Yeah, you
0: know, we've talked about this on the show, but like the the kind of modern kids 3D platformers, it's like Lego games and Disney <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Infinity, yeah. Yeah. and stuff yeah. like that, uh, which so are almost, almost sort of like um, yeah. puzzly collectathony, right? But it's like it's going into this like what what is it? Yeah. It's not yeah. really an open world game, sure. It's not really like a a, a twitchy platformer. It's, it's not about, really a like, puzzle game, yeah. So it's you kind of have to understand what it's attempting to do yeah. to understand whether or not it's doing it well. Yeah. And that's
2: the interesting thing, right? Because when you look at what it is and you're like, oh, it's a sandbox. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, so it's like GTA right, right. or Breath of the Wild or Horizon. It's like, well, no, because you're severely limited in the amount of things yeah. you can do within that space. I mean,
1: it's a weird. It, it's almost like scratching like a smoker's itch of there is Ew. a shiny thing and I want to grab it yeah right. and there's a satisfaction you get from being like oh there's 10 shiny things and i'm gonna get that one and then i'm gonna jump up there and get that one and then jump down here and get that one and if that sounds bad to you this collectathons aren't for you right yeah. so I mean, yeah and
2: i think there's a breaking point with that too like if you go back and back to rare was making these all the time and yeah. obviously ukulele is heavily inspired by the oh sure the work yeah. of their you know their early work on the n64 um not their early work their early work goes back to like jetpack which oh is yeah like yeah a four yeah. bit game yeah um but uh, like I just 100 percented Snake Pass, which yeah. is a game we've been talking about a lot here at IGN uh, because it's weird and it's interesting and it's cool. But I was like, why did I really lock into this? One? Yeah, it's 15 stages. Uh, each stage has about 28 collectibles. Yeah. Uh, there's like 20 blue orbs. There's five gold coins and there's three like special gems. Yeah. And I'm like. I don't need any of these. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. None of them actually give me anything. Yeah. Um, almost there's really no reason to even yeah. do it yeah. than to be like, I don't like finishing a level and having that hollow point where a thing should yeah. be. So I'm compelled to do it. And because tonally it's laid back, it's relaxed, it's charming, it's fun. It's sort of like there's some funky music going on. So with ukulele, I'm kind of looking for the same type yeah. of experience. It is which very is, similar. Yeah.
1: Um, and it has like you said I I felt like I was started off kind of negative on the game I think the levels at work are gorgeous and vibrant and colorful and the characters are dripping with personality. The writing's really funny and like really sharp and clever.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Is it kind of a like does it teeter sort of towards a adulty? Oh stuff? yeah
1: totally. Yeah you get your moves from this like weird drug dealer of a snake named Trouser. Oh. So just get Trouser moves. snake. right? Trouser yeah, yeah. snake. And
2: there's um, cool cameos like Shovel Knight's yeah, in it. Yeah Shovel Knight's it.
1: in it and he'll make like he's making observations about how he feels weird being 3D. And <laughs> you can like, like what? just deal with it dude.
2: They um, even use the same font that the yeah, old Rare Games yeah, used Yeah, like, There's a lot of like really the music's great. I mean,
1: just like
0: Snake Pass, it was David yeah, Wise yeah. and Grant Kirkhope, which is definitely that. Uh, well, music. it's also yeah. funny because it's such a it's such a kind of an adolescent genre that mm-hmm. like the late n64 kind of early early 3D platformer stuff because uh, it it comes right between you know that 16 bit golden age of, of platforming Metroidvania stuff and you know GTA Three sure. and early early sandbox things when it was kind of people really had a handle on that. Uh, so I mean, I wonder if people are also like with collecting stuff now when you think like Collectathon. Uh, I mean, I think like a Ubisoft game, sure, totally where right. and it's it's more like here are uh, you know five different verticals of types of things to do. Yeah, it's right. not just a shiny thing in the distance; it's a specific shiny thing on your map, mm-hmm. and there's a story that kind of comes with that. Right.
2: And uh, Ratchet and Clank had some collectibles, but not a ton. Yeah,
1: um, Ratchet and Clank. But Clank was they also worked with yeah. into currency. And yeah. It was like, oh, I want to buy this awesome weapon. Whereas with this, like, I had a point where I got enough uh, enough of the collectibles in order to unlock the final boss and i was like well i still want to go back and get the rest of them even though they they aren't doing anything for me like i right. said the Snick fast thing like yeah. i know i have no reason yeah. to do this except for i get satisfaction out of being well, like oh you, there it is
2: like it makes you drill down into the like weird compelling psychology that makes us do everything when we play video games yeah. like why get trophies yeah, like, yeah. don't have do, do anything don't for know. you but do it do this feels at all good. yeah
0: yeah why do any of this <laughs> yeah. just leave this isn't real one bit. yeah let's read yeah <laughs> um, um but yeah, yeah i mean it's it's all it's all uh it's all weird little chemicals in your brain just little tiny bits just trickling out yeah. when you so i don't want to nice. put i don't want to
2: i don't want to put these two games on the same level but between this and mighty number no. nine um and again not trying to put these sure. on the same level but do you think it's sort of like there's there need to be like a kickstarter game like Polish committee like a like a like a third party that can come in and sort of like that look that can look at stuff like this because yeah, i mean that's, obviously that's a
0: pretty big stretch tier you know it depends right on how much they make. well yeah.
2: right right right. yeah it's kind of crazy because I, I think that if you look at games of this of this scope um that fall under sony and microsoft mm-hmm. and nintendo they kind of have that umbrella where someone like can come in and go yeah. Well, this is what needs to change. A smell test. Yeah. yeah. And that's not to say that all indie games are, are have problems. Yeah. And it's impossible to launch a successful, polished indie game without the help of one of the big three. Yeah, but, and like, I mean,
1: Double Fine, crowdfunded Broken Age.
2: And that yeah. was one of my favorite games of the year. Kid. Totally, yeah. totally. Like, there's there's success stories. But well, I think it's interesting because it's like all the money in the world could still yeah. get you in a spot where you're like, the camera's stuck.
0: Well, I think that the all the money in the world... Uh, is almost just detrimental after a certain point sure. because it's it's expectations and its hype and its attention and it's almost like it'll kind of bolster. I think it'll bolster devs into trying more and doing right. more and like maybe what started off as like a really just a quaint little you know small realistic thing, uh, you know becomes like this. Oh wow, I've got to please all these people. All these people yeah, are expecting yeah. this, 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 and this, and you know maybe you're you're hyping up. You know you want to, you want to get you know get that momentum going, mm-hmm. get people yeah. backing it further, and it's like oh if you, if you um if you back us past this number, we'll uh, we'll put it on uh. Uh, Wonder Swan color and it's like, yeah. but really are you yeah, going do that? You know, these five people. Um, I yeah. think I mean, it's, you know, starting
2: things tough, man. Yeah, and very it,
0: tough. I mean, you look at games that have been. Uh, I mean, also it's a kind of accountability because like yes. when yeah. when money is not say. is not coming from some mysterious like is it? I mean, I don't know where the money for Hotline Miami, Miami came from. Like, right, those guys. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I mean, they made that game and they released that game and it's a fantastic game. Yeah, and I'm just using that as an example because like they didn't, they weren't on Kickstarter, yeah. they weren't nope. crowdfunded. so it's almost like a surprise when you're like, oh, great, and it's like. Maybe that was two mortgages. I don't yeah. know.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, look at it. We just talked about Insomniac Spider-Man, right? Yeah. What's the budget for that game? A lot. Yeah. yeah. But when it's it, not there's not a forward facing number. Yeah. When's it when's it out? Yeah, exactly. How much money have you given them? Yeah. None. Yeah. So you can't like with ukulele, if I gave them fifty bucks, I'd be like, Where's my game? Yeah. Like I paid you fifty bucks three years ago. Yeah. Like I want my damn game. Also, so yeah. I think that part of that is also sort of there's that little hum in the back of their ear constantly of like, oh we gotta we gotta get this out there. We gotta please all these people. Yeah. Um and I think it you know, obviously they're still locking in on the artistry that they want to lock in on, but eventually you're gonna go like We got to make something for these people that paid us, whereas Insomniac Spider-Man – I mean, we—I have nothing but yeah. hope for that game, but I'm not financially invested. There's yeah. also the
0: fact that you—you you are seeing the money. Like, th- there is a big, there's a big amount with a dollar sign. Like, what was Broken Age made? What that was like six was, million? I think it was three and a half. Million, three and a half, million. Million. which was like record is, breaking at the time, which is time. record breaking, but still laughable for the budget of sure. a game. That's yeah, like right. nothing for a game of that right.
1: scale. Well, and a lot of the like the the stretch goals were like, we're going to send you a bunch of physical things, and they were like, oh my god, so much of the money is Oof. going to these phys- to physically oh, shipping shirts yeah. and posters.
2: Yeah, I mean, quick anecdote. Yep. But Max and I did Kickstarter for the comedy but in 2011 when one of our things were like we're going to send t-shirts to everyone and we burned through half our money mailing out t-shirts yeah. and post- Whoops. postcards yeah. So, <laughs> yeah you don't know i mean it's one of those things that it looks good as you're doing it yeah. mighty number no. 9 we talked about this on up at noon recently mm-hmm. has yet to mail out a majority of their physical rewards Andrew has their, his physical no he that. backed that game in a very high it's tier it's like 100 bucks or something it's 100 like bucks he gets straight up robbed the yeah. 3DS yeah. and Vita versions aren't even out yet yeah. not a word on them since last year Yeah. yeah. i mean it's a it's yeah, a this yeah. is definitely not one of those
1: scenarios and no. playtonic was good with like they had backers could play the toy box which was just like a free like hey this is just like a a crappy level. I would say they've
0: definitely been uh, like them and Double Fine have handled the crowdfunding a game from start to finish and like you know, hitting deadlines and milestones and, and yeah. really just keeping people involved in what's going on. They're definitely in the right. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's, you know, it's a bummer. Yeah. This is getting some, some bad scores or whatever, but it sounds like it's a, it's a decent game and it's out there in the wild. So, yeah. uh, and so this my, is, again, yeah. there's
1: like, we're, we're right at the the precipice of, we're getting stuff like a hat in time, psychonauts two, mm-hmm. Uh, later on in the year, they're releasing the four Jack games on, uh, PS two classics on mm-hmm. PS four um I guess Jack one is the only one that's like a traditional character platformer because then it just becomes GTA yeah yeah and then it <laughs> yeah. becomes like a Mad Max racing
2: game so my question yeah. to you guys is like ukulele was kickstarted um how what how does ukulele 2 get made like is that a th- is that is that possible do you can you go so we, we don't really see sequels to kickstarter I, games
0: that's a really good question I wonder like maybe go back maybe, to, the, to the
1: in a perfect world they, Microsoft is like yeah. here's banjo. Make Banjo Three, yeah, yeah. Banjo meets yeah. Banjo across yeah. yeah. Yuka. That would be cool. Yeah. On,
0: on the other hand, maybe they they track which which platform it sells best on, and they approach that, that first party. That. Yeah, maybe they They're approach like, Sony hey. or like Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean Nintendo being like, oh, Ukulele Two is a is a Switch exclusive. Like, oh, yeah.
2: okay, yeah, you know, yeah, it just seems odd because you can't go back to your backers and be like, hey, if you like this, we're going to give you another one, but we need another. Four hundred million dollars. Yeah, like, it's a lot of money. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm interested to see now that kickstarted games are starting to release. I'm interested to see how that landscape changes. Oh, if right. it's something people start to do more of or less of, because um, for every success, there's a hundred like burns, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, if we ever see kickstarted sequels, would be
0: interesting. Yeah. Sequels to Kickstarter games. Um, So speaking of things that people pay money for, here's something that if you're a PlayStation Plus member, you don't have to. Uh, Drawn to Death is finally out in the wild. This is, of course, uh, David Jaffe's uh, weird, angry teenage Trapper Keeper a drawing game yeah. where it's like a it's an arena shooter yeah. but you it's everything looks like it's drawn in notebook paper yeah. which I've is yeah. great. I've
1: really come around like I thought it was garish at first and I've really come around to it. I'm like all right you look different than anything else. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of on board. I will this. I will
0: applaud it just up and down for not looking like a video game I've seen before. Yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um and it's smart yeah release for free for anyone launched for free for anyone mm-hmm. who has PlayStation Plus which is I part of the reason Rocket League got so yeah. big was because of
0: that. Yeah, we were going to play it and get some uh, actual feedback on what it's like but it's uh still having server maintenance for the next uh, 14 minutes oh, so yeah. uh, they were having
2: server maintenance and then there was a PSN update where the PSN was down last night so yeah. between that uh, Persona launching and and this game coming out around the same time like I don't know like maybe don't do, uh, like, highway construction during rush hour, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like maybe do it at 2 o'clock and in the it's, always,
1: it's one of those, like, that's really annoying in the moment, and then a week from now, no, it's no gone, one's going to remember yeah, it's that. it's totally yeah. fine. Uh, but, yeah, well, it's it's, cool. This
2: mm-hmm. is not like the when Greg and Colin hosted Beyond and they had that, like, three months where PSN was down. Had <laughs> their hunger strike. We had strike. an article on IGN that was literally, it just said, is PSN currently down? And if you clicked on it, there'd be a big, bold thing that said yes. Yeah. yeah. And after three months, we updated it, and it was like, no, it's back! <laughs>
0: Those and everyone some, gets swipe out for free. Yeah. Dark
2: times, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. Um, oh, real quick side note: uh, I was uh, we were talking about the Nintendo Switch store the other day, and like the uh. way it lists the storefront, and it got me looking at. I was like, yeah, it's a pretty bare bones store, but what did the what did the PlayStation Three store look like? And I pulled up a video on YouTube of what the PS Three storefront looked like when it launched and i urge you all listening to the show to go watch that every time you're on psn and you're on ps4 and you're trying to buy something digitally on your vita and it hangs for a second it doesn't really work or like you get annoyed by something go watch a video of what that used to look like holy crap
0: yeah you think that's crazy check out the playstation 2 store oh god yeah was there one? No. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, it was called yeah. Babbage's. Yeah, you could you could use a, a 56k modem to play SoCOM or whatever. I did that a lot. I don't it's know why,
2: so but. cool to see. I I really think we should put we should put together a retrospective of just like
0: all the different uh, OSs and score oh, man, yeah, and like that. Um, no, that's that's funny though. We're also uh, I was trying to download uh Draw to Death and it's. It's a little bit. I know there's a lot of weird business and like product placement and stuff uh, floating around, but it really sucks that, like, here's a game we've known about for a while that is available today and going on the PlayStation Store and being like, all right, time to get it. Where is it? Yeah. yeah. I'm going through all these different menus and it's like what's hot? What's new? And it's what the greatest for PS4 and I'm like what do they want you to like, pre-order? Three of them yeah. are for Destiny 2 and it's like 10% off Ghost in the Shell on on digital pre-order demand and I'm like I it's really- in theaters still. Stop. Yeah, but
2: it'll be on digital next week. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> At this rate. Uh, no, I was a like I've been a PlayStation Plus subscriber since you that that's a the thing. thing you could yeah. do. And every single month I go to download my new PlayStation yeah. Plus games, some really cool ones this month. And the first thing I'm prompted with is all these massive subscribe buttons and pay this much it money. It should
1: know that i do this. Like, yeah, now. it's like I have I, a subscription. You,
2: you can remove that. It's like showing me a movie trailer when I'm already in that movie. Yeah. Like I, I, I you don't me have to do that. Yeah. Like give me the games I can download. Also, while we're. You know, just complaining about PlayStation Plus. Every single time. month, there's a couple of uh, cross platform games mm-hmm. that they push on the Vita storefront that are playable on PS4, but you wouldn't know that until you manually type them in. I mean, with should, that stupid vertical. You should be
1: able to. I get that they want you to enter the store, but you should be able to. Like view op- everything. Opt into a thing where, like, hey, the second these are available, just start automatically downloading any of the free games. Yeah. So I'm obviously cool. going to want them. I'll delete them if I don't. We're not That'll, even download
2: I'll an
0: just, extra sixty bucks yeah. a year. Yeah. Right?
2: I mean, you don't even have to download them. You can just add them to your, your library. Be, yeah. So once they become synced with your library, you oh, I,
0: you, uh, you own them. Essentially, yeah.
2: own them forever, right? So um, our, you can, as long you as can you can, can never can, get rid of them, you can never get rid, can rid of them. Get they're get yours. Yeah. I have a couple of games in there. I was just like, uh yeah. I would actually love an ability to curate that list a little bit. I always laugh
1: at that. Like you got. Like you played the game for a little bit, so you're always going to have zero percent trophies, and you're like, I kind of want anyone to know I played.
2: Yeah. Oh, dude, or I or have so many games like that because we'll do. It's like we'll a like, bad kill death ratio. We'll no, really. do an up and noon. Let's Play. We'll do up and noon. Let's plays, which are which are roughly five minutes long, and we'll get um we'll only get a few minutes in, and then forever I'm just like it's there. Yep. But uh no, I I really wish I wish they just sort of took that PlayStation Plus homepage mm-hmm. on PSN on your PS4, and they changed it. They they move things around. They uh, actually like curated it a little bit mm-hmm. and they said like here's here's everything you can get this month show me everything I, even i can get on ps3 even though my ps3 is long gone yeah and it's mm-hmm. show me like what this month yeah. looks like you know so i can paint a picture cool. of what it's I-, like.
0: I wish that they just kind of like maybe they understood that i will continue to buy the things they don't have to just beat me over the head with advertising. No. i mean this has been a thing I've, I've hated since i was like on on 360 but the fact that it's like hey here's a service i'm paying for it's still riddled with ads. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, that's the thing is like if yeah. you
1: go into like a, a GameStop and you, you're, you're inundated with the same amount of advertisements and information, but you can just gloss your eyes over them. Whereas with this, you have to manually hit a button and be like, yeah. get, get away from me.
2: Yeah. Like, I'm weirdly OK with the deals and advertisements that pertain to – digital media based on like the stuff that we would all like. Yeah. But when it's like a Mountain Dew sponsorship and they're like, yeah. do not miss these deals. I'm going like, to get out of my fucking face. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> anyway. Uh,
1: <laughs> that's, the, that's the anger. That's where the anger comes. That from. was it.
0: That was it. There's that our, that our... pun I just invented <laughs> that they never wrote themselves. Our big old cussy word for the the day. Um, <laughs> so the turd emoji over my mouth. <laughs> Nier Automata has been out for, what, like a week? Some change? Uh, a weeks. A few couple weeks. weeks. Couple yeah, weeks. Yeah. Um, somebody tweeted me, uh, I think over the weekend, was like, hey, have you guys talked about this? And it's like, why Why not? And I'm like, we talked about it for a second, I think. Yeah. Um, Megan Sullivan reviewed it for IGN. She loved it. Everyone's... It so good. Everyone loves yeah. it. You played a bit of it? Yeah, they're like, playing
1: a bit... I want to play a lot more, and I think once yeah.
0: Ukulele is off my plate, uh, Horizon's well, I mean, off yeah. my plate... Short answer, why haven't we talked about it more? Because it's coming out in the midst of Mass Effect, Zelda, Horizon, uh, Persona, just... You know? Yeah. It's... Um, it's it's and it's the sequel to a game that i I think the people who played it loved it and a lot of people didn't play it so i really want to it is such one of the comparisons
1: was this is a third person japanese warioware game because the game keeps changing genres like it becomes it's like like,
2: warioware wasn't japanese it's
0: italian or like some weird (laughs) eastern european thing
1: i don't know that's probably the most japanese game it's probably eastern european right yeah uh but no, in terms of, like, the game... He's got that Russian drunkard's nose. The, it's the like game will immediately... Purple and disease. It's weird. He's, and he's, like, a biker now. Yeah, I don't know when that he happens. He yeah. yeah. <laughs> farts on men?
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, farts on men. He, uh, but near will go from being like a third-person shmup to yeah. all of a sudden it's a platformer. To all of a sudden it's like a Bayonetta-style action game. It's awesome, and it's a game that you have to beat like seven times to get all the endings. But t- apparently the endings are amazing. Like Patrick Klepek was talking about how it's his favorite game of the year.
0: It sounds like something Patrick Klepek does yeah, every two true. weeks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> here's a game no one's playing. Let me tell you why it's, it's the, the best, best, best game best this year, this ever. week. I love that. Uh, yeah, but yeah
1: it, uh, they announced that the digital sales and total shipments have topped a million worldwide, which is like a weird sort of fabulous like whoa, well, where are these? Right. millions are a big number millions. unless it's not which yeah. case i don't know what yeah. it is but no that's yeah. that's a huge number for this game that's yeah well, it's like being like
2: we have a million apples uh two of them are in the store and the rest are on the trees yeah it's like all right yeah, yeah. No, usually you get shipped or sold for the longest time sony only said shipped yeah. because they were embarrassed yeah <laughs> like during the during the it was a ps3 era coming off of the P, the success of the ps2 after uh you know uh <laughs> Ken Kutaragi was basically just like we don't uh, even have to make games. We sell a million of these yeah. things. Could be a thousand dollars. There's a real. There's a crab. Go to hell. <laughs> that 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 didn't work. Yeah. That didn't pan out. People bought the 360 instead. And for a while there, they're like, we've shipped over yeah. 500 mil. And it's like that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, they can all go to, to his- that
1: place where like the Ark of the Covenant is. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: It's like there's a bunch of rotten milk on the shelves. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah. Um. So this is an odd one because then in the last few years, Sony's actually shifted over to. To sold. Oh, yeah, for, like, Uncharted and yeah, Horizon, obviously. Yeah, and they're though. very, very proud of those numbers, and justifiably so because yeah. they've been selling really, really well. There's a great attach rate on the PS4, especially for first-party stuff. Mm-hmm. So for this to sort of be, like, shipped and sold, and I know part of that is that weird nebulous area we're in now where, like, digital sales aren't reported by NPD. Yeah. Um, neither are, like, some Walmarts. Like, all that is a disaster, by the way. Like, it really sucks that you can't just be, like,
0: this is how many copies yeah. of this thing was sold. Like, what did yeah. this do? I mean, I yeah, if, you, like, if you work at Walmart and you work with that guy whose job it is to count the games that sold, <laughs> you, you wake him up yeah, because he's not doing it at but some of I mean, of them. like
1: at movies, we wake up every Monday morning and it's like, oh, Ghost of the Shell made $19 million and Baby Daddy... B- Dead yeah. boss or whatever. Yeah. Also, yeah. And they'll, they'll
0: do the thing where they're like, they just, they kind of fudge the numbers. They're like, this is the record breaking for, this is the third week in March, uh, the highest grossing movie ever released that week yeah. this yeah. year. And you're like, what? Uh, well, yeah. But, but well, it was like, say- it was
2: like Rob Schneider's The Animal was like the number one comedy in America. And it's like, hey, there's no other comedies out. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, the the course fifth of course. grossing, R rated X Men movie. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah.
2: The uh, world's greatest movie where Rob Schneider becomes the animal.
0: <laughs> is that what happens? In the movie?
2: Yeah. He tries to date a girl at a pet shop and then he becomes an animal. It sucks. I
1: imagine it What does. else do you need to know? Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, a million, regardless, we're making fun of the numbers. It's awesome. A million is it's used awesome. for a niche game developed by Platinum, like, who runs relatively lean. Deuce, yep. man, male,
2: animal. <laughs>
0: i'm sorry i just want to see more rob schneider animal movies no we're good paul block <laughs> all right thanks for bearing with us all right yeah There's an animal um
2: yeah no, it was good it's it's definitely good news because it's a weird-ass game right <laughs> Paul Block, Ball Hawk. someone's gonna photoshop that now um no, I think it's a great celebration of just weirdness, and mm-hmm. I think that's important. As you well, can and, see by the last few minutes, and, we love weird stuff here and the and creator then. is
1: that dude who wears, like, the scary moon on his head. And he's like – his quotes are – they're always like, why do you only wear a moon on your head? And yeah. those are your faces. He's like, well, if, like, the, the artist behind some of your favorite hentai, uh, if you saw his face, you'd start
2: thinking about him and
1: not the hentai. So that's what I'm doing.
2: Like, that's, like, his quote. Like, what? And I'm like, all right, that's – interesting that's why, and that's why i love (laughs) i I will never stop like i know i don't i will quit working in this industry and playing video games if if japan it becomes a non-existent part of uh, the story here yeah because like when when you can't like When you can't see a Street Fighter trailer without it cutting to like Yoshinoro Ono being like, I bring this little Blanca with me all over the world (laughs) through the TSA and back. Uh, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, like that's that part of that heritage of the way video games started weird and continue to go weird. And the fact that these things are selling well, Mm -hmm. that Neo sold well, it's not really a weird game, but it's got some weird ass in it. Yeah,
1: it's super weird. Yeah.
0: Sorry, yeah. Chris. Again, <laughs> you do. They got to go in and digitally remove the words. Do from your mouth. not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I, I love that. We get we have people in the comments who are like, "You're not respecting the culture," and it's like, dude, you don't need to white knight Japan. It's they're they're fine. They're they're yeah. cool. Yeah. And it's also, I'm sure, it's just as weird on this end. You know, yeah. like we oh, look totally. at like we have monster truck rallies. Yeah. We, went, we make we trucks. with They're yeah, real yeah. weird. I mean, it's like uh, thing is, like, like is what I want to just just quick aside. Like I love that. Like I've been to a bunch of places r- r- around the world and it's like really disappointing when you're like, oh, well, there's like a Burger King or yeah. like there's a thing yeah. I'm familiar with. And it's like, oh, they take I don't get to use funny foreign money. I have to I just use a card. Was, yeah. Like, it's like that kind of that homogenization of, of, of like global society is like kind of a bummer. So for Japan to be like. Oh, yeah, we got a hamburger that we put sharks on, or whatever. You're yeah. like, oh, we made I, saw a, black I saw a
2: developer the other day tweeted out, um, "Hey, if you're working on a video game, like you're an indie indie dev, I don't know if you guys saw this. Um, respond and like show off some videos or clips or images of what your game looks like." Yeah. And hundreds of people responded. Hundreds of different game developers all over the world making weird ass games, mm-hmm. and that the diversity in which that level of creation is happening right now is stunning, admirable, exciting. Uh, optimistic it's so damn cool yeah. and i don't ever want that to go away because i think there was like a couple of years there where i thought like video games are just going to be just sort of like yeah like dirty
0: like gears of war looking it's going to yeah. be either like puzzle clicker or it's going to be warfighter yeah. yeah 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 and it's Wings not like, yeah. Like, yeah no you look at our
1: game, like our 10 game of the year nominees every year and it's like oh this this is a game about an existential crisis where you move lines across yep. an island yeah. i mean this a arena character shooter i'm yeah.
0: i'm i haven't played any of Near? I don't know what the hell it is, but I'm really happy that this this strange moon-faced man's game is doing well yeah. and that maybe there'll be more of them. You know, it's if it's just I'm glad that people are buying these, these things. And, Me too. And it's and um, it's co developed
1: by Platinum. And after scale cancellation and yeah. some crappy license games, you're like, I really want Platinum to do well. Yeah, they yeah.
0: need I win. So to so it, it I don't yeah. want them to go away. I don't ever want them to go away. So, speaking of weird Japanese stuff, uh, Persona comes out today. Uh, if you want to talk about Persona, check out last week's episode. We went very deep on Persona. Uh, I'm playing it right now. I'm about 10 hours in. I like this game. Better it's not, really cool. Better not stream this game, um, But Yeah, yeah so Max, think, what if
2: I want to stream over 90 minutes of this game consecutively?
0: Well, um, Atlas released a statement about uh, people streaming the game or uploading. And, you know capture footage. this being a Japanese title with a single playthrough story means our masters in Japan are very wary about it sharing is currently blocked through the native PS4 UI however if you do plan on streaming video guidelines above apply except length if you decide to stream past 7-7 this is like an in-game date not yeah, the actual takes like place over a year yeah, yeah you are only allowed to stream for the next three months um, <laughs> uh, I highly recommend not doing this you have been warned that's in all caps yeah. in an official statement yeah you do so as at your own risk of being issued a content ID claim or worse a channel strategy account suspension. So I, I like the fact that Andrew's not
1: here right now because him and Miranda are currently streaming two hours of this game. It'd be really funny if I got a contact yeah. strike.
2: Oh, I mean, this. <laughs> check just, out the next episode of Beyond in the County yeah. Jail with Andy and Miranda. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah, this God. is this goes in the same category as like... Uh, Nintendo does this. Yeah, yeah. When they were, it's yeah. like, dude, I really... It's like you got you got your money. Like somebody yeah. bought they bought the thing. Let also them, in
1: 2017, like this is Switch free marketing. This is a marketing. Is is free marketing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly, yeah.
0: you should be paying these people. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not, but I mean, it's just yeah. So um, also, um, if this is what you're worried about,
2: make movies. <laughs> don't make video games. Yeah, yeah. Video games. I'm supposed to watch someone play it and go, "That looks fun. I want to play it." Yeah. Like yeah. I totally understand this. I'm sensitive to the idea. Of this is this is a story they worked very hard on, mm-hmm. but it's out there in the wild now, man. Like there's it's nothing you can out do there about six it. Six months in yeah. the yeah, wild. I mean, if That's the arguing, other yeah. thing.
0: Like if your if your solution to spoilers existing on in the internet is to issue content ID strikes, you don't understand what the internet is, and you should not be allowed also, to use it. You know what people are going to do? They're going to get pissed at this, and then they're just going to spoil. The they're going to everywhere. Yeah. you're going to yeah, no, like the comment section. It was like that. What was that
2: picture of Beyonce where she was like, "Please take this down." And they're like, what? No, we're gonna
0: make more <laughs> yeah. of them. Yeah. What's well, the Stryzend effect? Yeah. Um, but also I want to point out that maybe if people are just watching the entirety of the game and it's like there's this sense of they're almost like pirating the story, sure. yeah. uh maybe they don't want to play the game, but if they like the story, there's still like an entire world of persona merchandise out there. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe this will sell them on the next game. Yeah. Maybe they'll buy the anime. Like, I don't
2: or, know. Or you know, or buy the old games. Like there's so yeah. many other different channels there, but I think that like the most frustrating thing about all of this, all of this, regardless of the content guidelines and everything like that is that it is natively blocked through the PS4 yeah. UI. like That is ultimately a big FU to anybody that can't afford like an expensive capture yeah. kit. We have them here at work. A lot of YouTube streamers buy them, like Elgato's yeah. and stuff like that. But it's kind of ridiculous to expect the average gamer who bought this thing, who only gets a couple games a year, yeah. who's trying to build their Twitch channel, who's trying to build their YouTube presence, which you absolutely should be doing, because that's an awesome thing. Yeah. If there's a one in a million chance you can become rich and famous by streaming video games, do it. Yeah. Yeah. And if a game like this won't let you do it, play something else. Like, that yeah. sucks. And it also, really like, pisses me off. one of the coolest things IGN's made
1: in the last couple of years has been Prepare to Try. Yeah. If FromSoft was like, oh, you can't actually do that, that show wouldn't exist. And yeah. And that's yeah. Like
2: one of the coolest things we've done. And yet. we saw the same thing with yeah. Breath of the Wild, right, where Nintendo was content-striking YouTubers. And it's like, Breath of the Wild is a kind of game where I want to see, mm-hmm. like, I, I want to see things that I didn't know I could yeah. do, and then I want to go home and try them myself. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, porn.
0: All right. Um... Anyway, we got a bunch of email from you, our listeners. The emails, Tommy. No, I mean, seriously, I, I, yeah, like that, yeah. that kind of stuff. I mean, Persona is like a fairly like it's not <laughs> super fun to watch. You know, like I mean, it's it's interesting, it's visually cool, yeah. but like. It, unlike Zelda, where you're like, oh, that guy tied a bunch of balloons to a raft and floated away and then, you know, hypnotized much, the cobbling or whatever. When, it's when like, Andrew was playing through the game
1: in Japanese, I would go over to his apartment and I would just get very drunk and I'd ask him a bunch of questions about the game that he just wouldn't be able to answer. And I'm like, what is this? Like, I don't know what's happening right yeah. here. Like, how is this our relationship with this? I game? did
2: that great Let's Play with him when it was in Japanese and Goldfarb doesn't speak Japanese. Uh, and I was like, what do you think is happening through all yeah. of this? And then the game came out in, in English and I was like, were you right? And he's like, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love no, that. There. Wrong,
0: yeah, um, anyway. Back to the emails. Yeah. Um, we got one. Uh, Danny writes in Hi, I'm a longtime viewer, love the show podcast. Anyway, here you guys talk about trophies you earn in games from time to time on the show. My question is, I would like to know what your first trophy was earned on PlayStation. Mine was on Super Stardust. Um, you should add him on PSN, he's pre crime 909. Um, yeah, he could use some friends on PS4. Um, yeah, Danny, thanks for writing. I actually I try to look this up online. I think the way there's that odd kind of intersection of like Sony Entertainment Network and then PlayStation Online and, that, like, I yeah. made something private so I can't actually look at my own things. What when, when is the first trophy you remember getting? Like So ever, I, I bought my PS3
1: when Guns of the Patriots came out. Right. And I remember the first three games I had were that, I downloaded Pixel Junk Eden, and I downloaded Flower. And I feel like Flower was the first game I played on my PS3 because I was, like, waiting for my roommate to get mm-hmm. home uh, to play Metal Gear. And so I would
2: imagine it was whatever the first...
1: you. You you try. Love I, think, you a dandelion. I think flower was play. probably one of my first yeah, ones too. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, pixel gun shooter came out later, right? Yeah,
1: it went uh, monsters, Eden, then shooter.
2: Okay, because I remember that was one of the ones where I was like, that was one of the earlier games
0: where I was like, I want to get all of. You're it, obsessed with it. Yeah, yeah. Huh. yeah. Do you guys do you guys go for platinum? Platinum much or?
2: So my theory with those um, with with platinums is basically like if I'm really into a game and I I find myself compelled to hundred percent it. I'll go for the Platinum there cuz I'm already there already. Um I almost did it with Horizon and then Zelda came out and sidetracked me, but uh I was like I was I think I was at like 88% in Horizon and I was like I can easily go back and and 100% yeah. this and Platinum mm-hmm. this. Yeah. But what always turns me off is um when, like, the Platinums are tied to weird, obscure multiplayer stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Or um, which or wasn't the case with Horizon. Sure. Or yeah. just,
0: there's just that one, like, lingering, like, really hardcore thing where it's just like, who's this for? you yeah. got to, like, leave yeah. Your, yeah. your system on all for six Yeah, yeah I, I, I feel
1: like I've, I've really cooled down on Platinums and Achievements since I got this job just because, like, yeah. the nature of conversation here is you have to be sort of a jack-of-all-trades. Yeah. And obviously there's people like Andrew who will just be like, oh, I'll play 300 hours of Persona.
2: but like He said this morning on the way to get coffee that he's going to try to get all 600 Koroksies. Nine hundred Quark seeds in Zelda, and I was like, "Dude, just don't like, no, just go, don't don't, don't yeah. like, play something else, yeah. anything else."
1: Um, I like when you drop the, the stones on those men, and they go, "Ah,
0: yeah, that's good." <laughs> uh, DJ Robin writes on episode forty-five. I was waiting for that. On episode forty-five, you guys mentioned how many amazing titles are coming out this year and that the early quarter already has so many contenders for game of the year. However, I seem to remember the exact same thing being said this time last year after a disappointing ending to 2016, for more reasons or one side. Do you guys think that February is the new November for great new releases? And do you think Brian will mind if I use misanthrope song? For my, we'll come back to that. Uh, but yeah, is, is February the new November? No, I just think
1: February becomes that because a lot of games, the, the cans get kicked down the road a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. Pushed, But like you look at this fall, like... Between uh, Call of Duty, Battlefield, Red Dead, Destiny, uh, first-party games we don't know about, whatever Ubisoft's working on, Mario, like yeah. this fall I think is going to be just fine. Yeah. I like to
0: think that I, you know, I said this earlier. I really hope that publishers are just looking at the success of games that had like not a super long tail on them leading yeah. into them, and just maybe it's like maybe games that were possibly slated for release earlier this year or yeah. late last year. They're just like let's just. Let's just give it more time in the oven, yep. and make sure that we're serving it when it's piping hot. Yeah, you know, and yeah. just and
1: I loved like you know seeing Resident Evil Seven at E3 last year, and then all of a sudden the game was out in six, seven months. That was awesome. That was great. That yeah. Was great. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the game's great. Same thing with Watch Dogs.
2: Um, well, it's also we're um, we as consumers are continuing to reward. Uh, publishers and developers for releasing games in sort of off-peak hours yeah. if you look at the first few months of this year the running theme is that Resident Evil sold really well Neo sold well Horizon. Nier sold well Horizon sold phenomenal yeah. um, these are games that are like they're going to have good like sort of they're going to have legs but it's also like historically you would have been like you're sending this thing out to die mm-hmm. yeah. um, and gamers are like, no, we want something to play right now. Mm-hmm. We want to, we're going to sell a million of this well, thing. So. It goes
0: both ways. It's not just with games. It's with, uh, with just media. Movies general. too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we yeah. yeah. see like Deadpool is the yeah. highest grossing R rated movie right? and it released in, it was a Valentine's day. Yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and they get, totally went out to be, made. It's yeah. the
2: highest grossing original, original screenplay Yeah. Yeah. yeah like
0: February is usually like dead zone for mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. Uh, and you think like either like summer tentpole blockbusters or, you know, winter time, basically either if it's too hot or too cold out, people go to the movies. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. But I think there's kind of increasingly like, oh, and maybe it's the fact that people are constantly online and you can market things more directly like that. Absolutely. Yeah. um, Anyway, uh, DJ's second question was, um, Brian, would you mind if I used a misanthrope song in my podcast? If you don't know, Brian is a wonderful musician. Uh, He does the theme song to Beyond and he has uh, a couple albums out. There's RobotoBots and misanthrope. You should go check those out. Thanks, Max.
2: Yeah, Uh, yeah, you you can um, use my music. Um, Yeah, just
0: be ready for a copyright strike. uh, I'm not going to do that. Don't
2: use it past July 7th. You can only use 90 minutes of it. I'm kidding. The (laughs) album's 35 minutes (laughs) long. You can only use it three times in a row. (laughs) Uh, No, uh, yeah, feel free to use anything you want. I'm actually – I was talking with some friends, you guys, about like maybe putting together a music project of music specifically for streamers and YouTubers and – creators out there who want more theme songs that aren't just killer tracks garbage. So more word on that soon. But for now, if you want to use misanthrope for
0: anything, uh, do it, just send me a link to it so I can check it out and uh, maybe plug it. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Charles writes, Hi, Beyond Crew. I'm a longtime listener. However, I only just bought myself a PlayStation 4 back in February to play Horizon Zero Dawn. Welcome. Absolutely <laughs> love that game. Now that I have a PS4, I am tempted to check out Persona 5. I've never played a Persona game, but after reading Goldfarb's glowing review, I am seriously considering this purchase. However, and here's the question, mm. I still find myself hesitant to get it because of the turn-based combat. I have enjoyed games like XCOM, but sometimes this type of combat mechanic can break the flow of narrative for me. It can feel like a roadblock or unnecessary filler to arbitrary extend the length of the game is this the case for persona 5 would love to hear your thoughts uh i wish i, I had an answer for this guy because this is good I'm, I'm i'm about to yeah. start this game as my so first one. i mostly hate turn-based games um xcom was one of the ones that totally like changed my mind on yeah, that right um but when i think turn-based i usually picture kind of like 16-bit Final Fantasy, sure. where um, like you,
1: the good guys line up here, the yep. bad guys line up here, and most and they
0: of the time all it's, punch. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, like a, a weird middle like school a, dance. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> a, it's like a different colored yeah. goblin you saw from the first time you saw him. Yeah. Yeah. Then maybe after a dozen hours, you get like a cool new gradient effect to go yeah. across the screen, and numbers fly out. Um, Persona is like I would say really good at keeping it interesting. Yeah. Um, there's stuff that comes into play, like uh, like where your where your characters are placed, and I'm like super early in the game yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, It also, if you're just kind of like getting through a dungeon, basically you have this option to use like a kind of uh, second sight. So if you're, there's also like a weird stealth mechanic. Yeah, there's like back attacks where, yeah. Um, But you can also basically scan an enemy and be like, oh, are they higher level than me? Are they lower level than me? And if they're like super low level and you just want to get through it, there is like a fast forward thing. So uh, I would say in terms of it being a turn-based game, it is very respectful of the player's time. It has such a like constant... Forward-moving energy to it in yeah. terms of scene transitions,
1: the flow of combat, what happens after you you win a battle. Um, this is it like you get to an enemy, load screen, battle, yeah. load screen. I would out. say like,
0: that beating a, just a bunch of random garbage enemies in yeah. Persona has like the same level of triumph when you finish it, where you're just like, I just kicked some ass, yeah. as yeah. like the the original Final Fantasy fanfare. Oh sure. yeah, but it's like that. But you're like, wow, I just like I just out cool. pretty yeah. much. Like, yeah. We're all like, let's go, cool. let's go cool. have like a I'm just going have a cigarette out back. We're, we're kicking some ass here. Um, but yeah, so it's. Uh, I would say give it a shot, or maybe maybe if you can uh, check out some uh, some let's plays of it. You know, uh, yeah, but don't you know, open them up in an incognito window, or else Atlas is in exactly.
2: Yeah. yeah, I like. I I never use this service, but seriously, like uh, Redbox or something like that. GameFly is one of those things that you yeah. can just you know? kind of like. Spend five bucks, take it home for the night, give it a spin, see if you like it. Um, if not, go back out there. I mean, if you just got a PS4, I can give you yeah. a laundry list of great games. But
1: I mean, play, also, but. like, if you, like, watch, you know, Andrew and Miranda, who are two Persona experts in the office, just stream two hours of it. Like, watch that. And if, you know, you're not obviously not playing it, but if that pace and flow is appealing to you and not a roadblock, yeah. then 100% jump in.
2: Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, like... I totally feel you, Charles. Like I'm in the exact same position where like, I see a game like this get scores, the, like the way it's getting. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't ignore this. Yeah. Like it is, it is part of my DNA. To and be it will like,
1: be I at the end of the year. So. We're going to have to be talking about this for game. Totally. Game of
2: totally. Yeah. So. And like what really pushed me on it was not necessarily just the number next to it, that it got a 9.7 mm-hmm. out of 10 on IGN, but it was like talking to you guys yeah. and realizing like, Oh, there might be some stuff in there. Yeah. Although half of my friends were like, you're going to hate it. So yeah, that's another reason to check it yeah. out.
0: Yeah. So. That's what terrifies me about, about digital uh games is just the fact that you are you are flat out 60 bucks mm-hmm. if yeah. you buy something digitally and it's like you don't have anything in your house but you also don't have anything to like sell to a friend or return trade in whatever mm-hmm. you know so having that level of like how do you, you I had that happen with uh, with
2: Overwatch. Everyone was going nuts over it. I bought it yeah. digitally on PS4. I'm like, I'm going to get in this play with all my friends. It just didn't click with me. Yeah, like, was I was the same way. Totally understand how great that game is. I understand why that people have been playing it for years mm-hmm. and you know wh- wh- why people love it. But for me personally, it was just like uh, no. And then I was like, oh, I, I just delete the save file now like i couldn't trade it in i couldn't sure. give it to a friend yeah like, you can't give it to some kid you don't even want like but you just think you should have a game you know like sucks. there's this kid i hate that lives outside of my house and he's like where's that goddamn
0: maybe?" If, maybe if you had overwatch you wouldn't be always hanging out in your yard messing up your stuff hmm? no it's actually they're like feral cats if you feed them games they'll come back every day <laughs> oh, no. no they'll come back it depends on the length of the game you give him persona he'll be gone for like a solid three yeah, weeks you know? that's true it's a yeah. big big 90 hour game uh, anyway, this is Beyond. Uh, we do this every week. Uh, we also do a bunch of other IGN podcasts that you should check out. There is, of course, the Xbox One, which is unlocked. Yeah, uh, which, you do that with, yeah, Alana, with Alana and McCaffrey, mm-hmm. and uh, then there's NVC, which you're on pretty much
2: every week, Brian. Yeah, NVC is having its biggest month in the history of the show. It's Almost like a new Nintendo wise. console yeah. just came out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah something Crazy. like that. Um, so if you want to hear us talk about, it, we're going to do a Zelda spoiler cast pretty mm-hmm. soon. Uh, just kind of geeking out about the stuff on Switch, more like the little indie games that are coming out here and there. But just like every week, we try to bring. And friends, we should get you on soon, Max. Yeah, I'd love um, to. I have
0: a Nintendo console now. So that's that true. Works,
2: yeah, uh, just to talk about the cool stuff we're playing there, and then you and I do up at noon every single week, which yeah. we're immensely proud of. Uh, that's um, our weekly comedy variety show here on IGN. Uh, it streams live on Twitch, YouTube, and IGN twelve Pacific Time uh, on Thursdays, and we bring people like Marty on here and there. We bring Goldfarb on. We yeah. bring we our friends. We did a segment.
0: It's what's it like to have fleas? And Marty came on and talked about that. <laughs> yeah, we that's did this. Why I got my, my hair shorn. Yeah, we got. Yeah, it. sometimes got we get Shab special M. guests like uh, Rob Schneider to talk about. uh, You know. I think you're officially never going to be able to get him. Like Deuce, Deuce male alligator.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, you've heard us talk about Persona on the show uh, in great length with Andrew Goffar. But have you heard us make fun of Andrew Goffar for how different his high school experience was? Than the game persona, yeah. uh, you can hear all that and more on shows like yeah. Up and New. Yeah. so come check that out.
0: Um, but if you're looking for more stuff to listen to audio-wise, uh, just you know poke around on iTunes or, or the Amazon Store or whatever. Yeah. Uh, subscribe got a leave whole a nice, of Subscribe. Uh, leave
1: a nice review. Say something nice about us. Yeah. Subscribe be to cool. Beyond.
0: Like yeah. it's hard to say. But like even if you don't actually do anything with that and you
2: do it on your dad's computer, subscribe. Get those numbers yeah. up. Leave a nice c- uh, comment. Yeah. Go down the to the Apple section.
0: Store and subscribe all those free iPads. That's to a great the, yeah, idea. Yeah. We
2: can get dozens of new fake listeners. Yeah.
0: Totally. Uh, and if then, you can't tell they sent out a company-wide email about how we should optimize our, uh, our numbers in the podcast department. That's so, right. Now yeah. we're just
2: trying to get the number one PlayStation podcast title back.
0: Yeah. Any day now. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, this is Beyond. Uh, you can find us all on Twitter. I'm Max Scoville. You're Agent Bizzle and you're McBeatty with two G's and two T's. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can email us. It's just beyond at IGN.com. And that's that's it. That's the show. That's it. We're all done. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. The end. All block, Mohawk
2: Scrawl.